0: I have got an important question to ask you right out of the gate, right before we even start, I want to know, how have you been feeling? Like, seriously, how have you really been feeling, you know, with everything that has been going on this past week with the election results in the U.S., we're still in the middle of COVID, there is a lot of things that are happening. If you look around the world, there are things that we don't see in the news and you're probably still experiencing a lot of things emotionally, maybe spiritually, maybe even physically, with the loss of your community, maybe even just kind of feeling the pressure, the financial pressure, the relational pressure, the, you know, everything, all the pressures. So my question still stands, how are you doing today? I want to talk about health. And this is a topic that I have really never talked about before. I mean, I've talked about, you know, anxiety and depression in the terms of how I've dealt with it myself, but I've never really talked about our overall health. But more specifically, I want to know how you are in your body as it relates to your relationships as it relates to the other factors that are contributing to how you're feeling. And maybe you're feeling really anxious right now, or maybe you're just feeling like a lot of fatigue, or you just, you know, don't want to get up, you want to lay on the couch all the time. And you may even be feeling like pain in your body, headaches, stomach aches. I've had people that I know complain about ulcers right now. Or maybe you're the type of person who just needs like 50 naps or you are the opposite and you can't sleep and you have insomnia. And the reason why I want to talk about this and I think it's so important is because out of the blue, I ended up in the ER last week, which I will get to later on in the episode. What it did is it made me take a huge step back to see What was contributing to my health and what was going on? Because I didn't know anything was happening. But all of a sudden, one day I had some chest pain up in my right side and I had trouble breathing. And that landed me in the ER. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. We're also going to be talking about health and how our health is affected by the things around us, including our relationships, our relationships to ourself, to others, to God. And I'm going to be answering a question. Why are relationships a key part of healing? So whether that's physical healing in your body that you need, or it's a spiritual reconnection, or maybe even an emotional healing, I'm going to talk about that. We're going to dive a little deeper into that as well. So my friend, if you are someone who has felt overwhelmed, which I'm sure that there are more people who feel overwhelmed than not, frustrated, irritable, which is me, I've been there, sad, anxious, maybe you're just feeling nothing and that's worrisome also, but your body is manifesting pain and you're having strange physical symptoms. So we're gonna talk about all of that and I want you to stay all the way to the end Of the podcast because I am going to give you a few things that will help you as you move forward. But before we do that, can I just say this? I am not a medical expert, nor do I claim to be one. So I just need to put that out there. I am not giving you any medical advice, but I do want to shed some light on how the relationships in our life, how the pandemic, how the elections, how things in the world are affecting our health and why it's important for you to take care of your health right now. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp, and I'm just so glad that you're here. I really honestly uh, can say that with so much fervor. I am so glad that you are here. It has been a wild, wild couple of weeks. Not that I need to tell you. Today is Friday, and I usually release these episodes on Tuesday. So we are at the tail end of of the U.S. election week, you know, where they are literally counting the ballots and it is like moment by moment, hour by hour. Things are changing fast and furiously. And if you are on social media at all, you've probably been experiencing this like up and down, waiting for the results. And it's affecting not only Americans, but it affects Canadians as well. It affects people globally. It is just wild. And I've been stressed. So stressed and a bit irritable, I'm not going to lie. Now, I'm not going to tell you who I am rooting for. I'm going to let you guess who you think I would be rooting for. Um, where do you think I stand <laughs> is the better question. <laughs> so um, I'll just leave that a little bit of a secret. But uh Friends, I am, I'm really glad that you're here because not only has it been you know, something that's been pretty crazy for all of us, but over the past few weeks, I have also had some things personally happen in my life that I want to share with you today. And we're going to be talking about our health. We're going to be talking about relationships and how relationships and things in life just really do have an effect on our overall health, whether it's our physical health, our emotional or spiritual health. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, about a week and a half ago now, I landed myself in the ER. Now, the whole crazy part of this is that I didn't think anything was wrong. Like I had no signs or symptoms to indicate that I was experiencing any kind of health issue or complication in any way, shape or form. So how did it happen? Well, We ordered pizza on a Monday night and I had two pieces of pizza, which were delicious. And I had a third and about 20 minutes later, I was in massive abdominal pain. And for about two hours, I just thought, oh my gosh, this is like the worst. But you know what? I've had pain before. So I was thinking, you know, no big deal. It'll pass. And it did totally passed. I ended up going to sleep. Everything was fine. I thought, well, you know what? I probably should avoid gluten or dairy or something like that. And so I just didn't even think anything of it. But the next day, about midday, I started to have massive chest pain in my right side. And along with that, I had trouble breathing. It was the scariest moment. I have never experienced anything like that at all. It ended up that I was texting a friend at the time and she's like, you know what, this could be something more than, you know, just some abdominal pain. You should probably go to the hospital. And I was like, no, I don't want to, you know, jump to any conclusions. I'm probably going to be fine. It'll pass. But it didn't pass. And so I ended up getting my mom to take me to the ER Funny story, I got in there, gave them my name and my phone number, thought that I was good to go, ended up sitting in the waiting room for two hours until I realized that everyone else was going in before me and I had not registered to see anyone and I had been sitting there for two hours. Well, as you can imagine, the moment I realized that, I called my mom, I was like, just come get me. This is crazy. I'm feeling better. Let's go home. And she was like, no, I'm going to call your cousin because my cousin's husband works as a ER nurse. And she was like, we're going to get a hold of them and see if you can't get seen. Well, sure enough, about 10 minutes later, I had already gotten registered and I was in having my first set of tests. And over the evening, I ended up having an ECG and I had an x-ray, an ultrasound, a CAT scan. I got a shot. I got wheeled around in a wheelchair all the things like I mean it was just like a crazy crazy night and you know what as I was laying there by myself in the hospital because obviously I couldn't have anyone with me I was just I guess maybe a little bit perplexed at first as to what had happened and why I was there but I was also thinking to myself like what the heck like how did I end up here and perhaps you can relate. Maybe you've had physical things that have been happening to you for, you know, maybe the past eight months, maybe even longer. Maybe you've been dealing with some issues and some symptoms for a long time and you're a little concerned and you're thinking, you know, should I be seen by a doctor? Should I do something about this or what's causing this? And maybe you don't want to know, or you're just afraid. And I would totally understand if you weren't doing anything about it but I do want to say that I want to encourage you to absolutely make sure that whatever is going on you do get checked out. Oftentimes some of these things are brought on by the things we're going through in our lives and they develop into actual things that are happening in our bodies and that is very normal and so you know We've been in a really, really tough year, like 2020, it's been crazy. And here I was in the ER and I was thinking that same thing to myself, like what has happened? What have I not been paying attention to? Whether it's my health, whether it's my sleep, whether it's, you know, just lack of, you know, relationships, or maybe I'm just feeling overwhelmed. I had a bunch of things running through my mind at the time. And I will tell you how it turned out later. And I will also tell you what I'm doing about it at the end of this episode. But I want to kind of turn the table a little bit, because if you're listening to this, it's highly likely that there's something happening in your body right now, whether it's anxiety and depression, whether it's insomnia, whether you are having headaches or migraines, or maybe you're just feeling uh, really lethargic and fatigued all the time. And I've had things that have happened in my life over the years that I've like, you know what, that's not even that big of a deal. So I don't even know why I should worry about it. But when I started working with my friend Barb, who is a natural health practitioner, she really schooled me on a few things about how we process our emotions and how they can get trapped in our bodies and how they can manifest as physical pain or physical illness in such a way that we would not realize. And there had been, you know, even in my life over the years, we have gone through this journey of um, trying to get all of my body healthy and to process these emotions. I've talked a little bit about that on some of the podcast episodes. So I was a little bit surprised that I was in this predicament and that I was in the ER. Now, I have seen Barb since I was there And got a full, full checkup from her as well as the the ER doc and my general practitioner. So I am being seen by all the people. (laughs) Don't worry. And I am making sure that I'm making some huge changes. But maybe you are experiencing something right now. And you know what? Our health is directly affected by the relationships in our lives, by the pandemic, by stress about job loss or possible uh, reduced income, or maybe even just, you know, feeling like this is not what I signed up for and I'm just really discouraged and disappointed and I wanted things to be a lot different. And so we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about some of the things that you might be feeling right now and how to combat them alongside maybe some of the physical things that are happening in your body. And again, I cannot stress enough, please, please seek medical help. If there is something going on in your body, go to the person that you normally work with, whether that's a naturopath, a natural health practitioner, go to your GP, just make sure that you get it taken care of. Okay, so let's dive right into one of the things that I think is probably been the hardest on us all, which is being in isolation. And maybe you're in a place right now where you've been injuring your eight months of isolation, you're in your bubble, you're seeing people, but you're kind of seeing the same people all the time. And it depends on where you are located, like where you are in the world and how much freedom you have to go about and do your life. Where I am, you know, it's pretty open and pretty lax right now. But because of my family, I am still trying to be very careful at the amount of people I'm seeing, just so that um, I don't expose any of my family members to COVID. So I understand that feeling of being disconnected and alone, and feeling like everyone else is going about their business and doing life, and I feel stuck. And maybe that's how you're feeling right now. Maybe you're feeling like this, you know, I'm not moving forward. Everything's very static right now. I'm feeling very disconnected and alone. I don't have my community around me. Maybe you've not been able to be um, with the people that you. Spend a lot of time with, like co workers, your church friends, maybe um, people that you go to yoga class with, maybe it's the people like you see at the dog park. And for you, that lack of community is really weighing heavily on you. And, and there's an, also another feeling of isolation I think that's really important that we have to take a look at. And that is kind of that disconnectedness that we can have spiritually. And oftentimes that comes when we feel disconnected to ourselves, when we feel disconnected to the people around us, then we also kind of feel that spiritual disconnection as well. And usually as we are reconnecting to ourselves and reconnecting to others, oftentimes we do find that that spiritual reconnection happens as well. So it's kind of like works in tandem. So if if you're feeling really disconnected, to yourself you're just not feeling like yourself you're not feeling like you are a part or belong anymore there's high probability that you also feel really disconnected spiritually in some way and that might be playing um that might be having an effect on your body on your emotions and even on and of course on your spiritual health that um may be surprising you and so I want you to just take a look at, is that affecting you uh, more than you think? The second one is conflict. This can look like unresolved things in your life. It could be, you know, you know that there's things that you need to deal with that you need to get to the bottom of, but you just haven't done it yet. Maybe, you know, you need to be a little bit more self-aware and do the work, ask the hard questions, but you're avoiding doing that. And that feels like there's an internal conflict that you're having with yourself. And maybe you're not able to really resolve the emotions that you're feeling. Maybe you feel sad sometimes, but you're like, I want to shove that down because I don't want to feel sad. I just want to feel like numb, or I just want to feel, you know, something different. And maybe it's, it's things that are not necessarily conflict with another person, but they're conflict internally that are happening. And if you leave those things unchecked, and if you are not paying attention to the internal conflict that is happening inside of you, that will manifest in your body in ways that you would just be so surprised. So I want to encourage you to to really get self-aware, to take that time every day, like set up a morning routine to either pray, meditate, journal, do a yoga practice, do something, go for a walk. If you live in a place that's really nice and warm and sunny, or, you know, do something that will fuel you, that will re-energize you. And of course, there's conflict with other people, You know, you might have spent the past eight months with the same person, or maybe you have been with the same kind of couple of people and it's wearing on you. It's grating on your nerves and you're getting irritable and you're getting frustrated and you're thinking like, is this ever going to end? If you're not addressing what's happening and if you're avoiding um really talking about the conflict that's going on or maybe the fact that you're just irritated or that you're stressed out and you're not sharing your feelings and not being vulnerable with the people in your life then you're going to lose that connection and you are going to stay in a state of conflict and when you have unresolved conflict in your life that is when physical illness manifests and so I want to encourage you again to resolve any conflict that you might be having with another person, with the person that you're, you know, dating, with the person that you're living with, with the person, the people in your household, whether they're roommates or family or, you know, all the people. So if you've got conflict and you need to resolve it, make sure that you do that. The third one is toxicity. And I've talked about this in relationship to others before, but we've never really taken a look at what it looks like when it's towards ourselves. And how can you have a toxic relationship with yourself? Well, it manifests in perfectionism, striving, being too hard on yourself, taking on too much, um, putting on all of this pressure to succeed or to do things. And if you are treating yourself in a way that you would never treat someone else, then I have news for you. You are in a toxic relationship with yourself, and that is never good, and that manifests in so many ways, emotionally, physically, spiritually, just even those things, just even trying to do things right, trying to be perfect, trying to put your best foot forward, trying to get approval from other people, And, you know, kind of stepping into a comparison trap. All of those things are toxic behaviors. Now, the last one that I want to touch on is something that can feel really triggering at times. And it's something that I've talked about with the deconstruction of my own faith. But that is really being in a toxic community, whether that's a church community or that's a community of people that are just not good for you. It could be a place where you are not allowed to grow or you don't feel like you've been given permission to be yourself. When you are in environments like this, when you feel stifled, like you can't speak your voice, that you can't be yourself, that is never going to end well. And that will manifest so many things in your body, in your spirit and in your emotions as well. So it's so important that if you feel as though you are in a community where this is happening to you, that you make some changes, you start talking to people that you really trust in your life about how you can start to disconnect from a toxic community. And then the last one that I want to talk about is unforgiveness. And this is all about holding on to things that you need to release. And when we're talking about ourselves, there are things that we carry with us because we feel as though we are obliged to carry them. But the truth is, is that when we let go of those things, when we release ourselves from the past, when we release ourselves from the shame and the guilt, That is when we will be able to experience true freedom. That's when we'll be able to really experience the health and the wholeness that we need, especially when it comes to our emotions and especially when it comes to really being healthy in every way. But if you're holding on to things, uh, maybe it's just even this shame or this guilt that things didn't go the way that you wanted them to. That will manifest and it's time for you to release that and to let it go. Then, of course, it's releasing other people and it's forgiving. And I know this is a hard thing for people to understand, to process often, but forgiveness is not about the other person. Forgiveness is about you. And so if it's a relationship that you are in that you need to just release and you need to let go, then I want to encourage you to take those steps and to release that, It's not about releasing the other person. It's not about absolving them from what they've done or how they treated you. It has nothing to do with that whatsoever. It's actually just about saying, you know what? I choose to not carry this with me anymore. This hurt, this pain, this rejection, whatever happened, I want to release it and I want to let it go. And as I mentioned before, recognizing that this is not happening to you, but for you. So you may be asking, okay, Andrea, what do we do? How do we turn this around? How do we, now that we know all of these things that, you know, could be manifesting in our bodies, could be manifesting our emotions and all of that, what do we do? Well, the first thing is acknowledge and recognize when some of these things The first thing is to acknowledge and recognize when these things have had a negative effect on you. So, whether it's yourself or it's another person or it's just really your spiritual connection, just ask yourself do you feel content or energized right now? Do you feel as though things are okay? Or do you feel really drained, especially when you're in a relationship with somebody else, you might be with them and just feel as though like your energy is completely zapped out of you. You may be in um, a community where you go and give and give and give and give and give, and you never are receiving and you feel like your energy is just depleted every time you are around those people. So you have to ask yourself, do I feel content and energized or do I feel drained from this relationship, from these experiences? The second one is, do you feel better or worse about yourself after interactions with these people or even just carrying around some of these emotional things? Do you feel emotionally or physically safe, whether it's where you are in your environment, whether it is just in your spirit, whether it is with other people? Do you feel like you have to change or become someone different because you want to get approval. And this can look like an internal thing that you're processing. And it can also look like an external thing when you're trying to gain the approval of other people. Now that you've acknowledged and recognized that things are not as they should be, maybe you're feeling isolated, maybe you are in a toxic relationship, or you're experiencing conflict with yourself, or even just living in a place of unforgiveness, now you need to really, really make the decision that you are going to treat yourself with more kindness, that you deserve to be treated with compassion, and that your relationships should be characterized by having a secure, safe place to process to be with one another, to share ideas and thoughts, and that even when you're thinking about yourself, that you're allowing yourself to have a little bit of grace and let yourself off the hook, that you don't always have to be perfect, that you don't always have to show up as the best version of yourself all the time. Because when you are treating yourself better, when you are allowing yourself to really be in that space of wholeness, that is when you're going to experience healing in your body, in your spirit, and also emotionally. And you know what? For some of you, this is going to be uh, not only uh, a road where you are going and talking to your doctor about your health and where you are, you know, working through some of these issues that you're having, but it's kind of working in tandem. You're doing this work, this inner work as well. And I think that is so important because if we don't do the inner work and we don't address the behaviors, like, the toxic behaviors, the things that we're doing, the habits that we've fallen into, then we repeat them and we just get sick again. So let's talk about that. Maybe you are, you know, saying, okay, I don't want to be repeating these patterns anymore. And I don't want to be in these toxic relationships. You know what? To recognize those things would be looking at is there an abuse of power? Is there control or manipulation? Is there selfishness? Is there insecurity or self centeredness? Is someone criticizing me all the time? Am I criticizing myself all the time? Am I living in this kind of like negative mindset or is someone always just really negative around me? Is there any d- dishonesty? Is there any dishonesty or distrust? Um, Are there, do I feel that I'm like being demeaned by someone or that I just feel like I'm in this mode of comparison or jealousy? All of those things, all of those patterns of behavior are going to point that you need to address something specifically within your life. And it's likely that there will be a manifestation physically as well. And it goes without saying, But friend, you've got to get the support you need. You absolutely 100% have to get the support you need. Whether that means distancing yourself from people in your life that are negative, that are toxic, that are manipulative. Maybe that is really doing the internal work. It's getting a therapist and just digging deep and finding out what it is that you truly, truly need in your life. I know that all of this is probably like, whoa, Andrea, there's so much going on. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you are having physical symptoms, there are probably some internal things going on as well that need to be addressed. So while you are addressing those physical symptoms, it is so important to address what is going on inside of you. I am doing this reset with some friends. Well, we went away about a week ago and we were away at a cottage and we were talking about me ending up in the ER and all the things that had happened. And I was kind of just going over, like, I've got to make some changes to my diet. I've got to really, really put myself first and take care of myself. And I don't want to end up in a place where I need to have surgery. And so I want to really fix these issues before they get any worse. But the truth was that I knew that I had to not only address these issues physically by seeing my natural health practitioner, Barb, by going through and seeing my GP and seeing any other doctors that I would need to see in this process, but I also had to do the internal work. I had to be very self-aware. I needed to ask myself some really, really tough questions and work with my therapist on what is possibly happening or manifesting within my life so that I can experience a complete health transformation, not just change my physical health and then have it repeat as time goes on when more stress happens in my life or there's more conflict Or I find myself doing something that I am repeating a behavior that I just really don't want to repeat anymore. So we made kind of a pact, I guess, that we would be on this journey together and that we would be encouraging each other to really move forward body, soul, and spirit. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing, to really get honest with yourself about what is manifesting within your body. How are these things affecting your health, whether it's physically, whether it's spiritually or emotionally, and take the steps you need to move forward. I would love to hear from you, friend, if you're like, oh my gosh, Andrea, I just need to process this a little bit more, um, please reach out. You can find me on Instagram at, at Miss Crispy. You can also pop into the private Facebook group and the link is in the show notes. I would love to chat with you there and just even help you to take that next step forward to really get you on the right track with your health. And you know what? The, the truth of the matter is, friends, is that when you are pursuing your purpose in life, when you are going after your dreams, and when you do want to be, when you do want to live a life that is so fulfilling, your health is got to be your number one priority. It has to be. That is the only thing that is going to sustain you in the long run. And so you've got to take care of it. And I am so glad for the wake-up call for me because I would have hated to found out that there was something else happening that I needed to make huge adjustments that couldn't be made on my own. And I got that wake-up call in the best way possible. So friends, love you. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And until next time, remember you have everything you need to live bravely.